Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Temper Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60 month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. At 11 o'clock, we're going to get the Houston perspective with the man who has the Houston perspective and has for decades, John McClain. He's with Sports Radio 610, longtime columnist covering the National Football League uh, with the Houston Chronicle. Jeff Thomas is going to do it at 1120. Brian Anderson at noon. Tim May, 1 o'clock. And right before Tim, Chad Brown, former NFL linebacker, covers the Broncos, also uh, does a podcast and also played for some of the legends who just uh, are changing jobs or not having a job anymore. Chad's coming up in a little bit. Browns go to Houston tomorrow. They play the Houston Texans. Actually, they're on their way to Houston today. They'll play the Texans tomorrow. And clearly, what has happened here in Cleveland? Joe Flacco has come in and absolutely captivated Browns fans. It's been stunning. They're a, a well-known legal firm has a big billboard up that says "Go Flacco." <laughs> I, I mean, it's it's unbelievable. They're selling T-shirts that say "Ben Flacco." What is it? Ben a Flacco fan since 2023 or something like that. It's just tremendous. <laughs> that, that is actually sweatshirts, all sorts. That of stuff. actually is really pretty good. And the the thing about this is, he's been really good. I mean, there's no question about it. And to hear folks talk. He's going to stay really good. That's the that's one of the things that I find really fascinating about this is that there's no talk of Joe slipping, that he's going to perform at this level. And I thought, okay, what kind of a level is Joe Flacco really performing at? And I thought, this is worth digging into. So, so I did a little bit. So what did I do? He played in five games with the Browns. And I was going to take those numbers and spread them out over 15 games. Just thinking he'd miss a couple of games and might not perform as well. And I just thought, I wonder what that would be like. But then I looked and and I thought this was kind of, I was a little surprised. I found that in the NFL this year, 10 quarterbacks played in all 17 games. And five played in 16 games. A couple of those would have played in 17, but they were they, they didn't play the last game. They sat out for their teams. And five played in 15 games. So 20 quarterbacks in the NFL this year played in 15, 16, or 17 games. That's nuts. Isn't that kind of nuts? Because we know of all the injuries and everything else and all the backups who have played. And I was surprised to find it was that many. Yeah, because so, this season really felt like we saw more backups than any other. I agree. So I thought, well, you know what? Let's just and, and Flacco historically, when he was with Baltimore, played every game. I mean, I think there was all but one year that Joe played all sixteen games. Now there are seventeen. So I took his numbers, did the math per game, 
and then projected them over 17 games. I thought that was interesting, but then I wanted to see where that ranked. So, folks, here's how well Joe Flacco has played in five games. And this might either impress the you-know-what out of you or scare the heck out of you, making you think there's no way that this continues. And I'd love to know what you think. Can this continue, or is it just so clear that it can't continue at this pace? 216-474-0092. So Flacco completed 123 of 204 passes for over 1,600 yards, 13 touchdowns, 8 interceptions, 8 sacks. Project that over 17 games, right? Do a little math. I learned it at Woodridge. It was all good. On the season, over 17 games, at the rate that Joe put things up in the first game, he would have completed 418 passes, <laughs> which would have been the most in the National Football League, mm-hmm. eight more than Dak Prescott. Good golly. I also have historical perspective on this. I'm just going to go this season first. Then I'm going to give you the history, and that's going to stun you too. So he would have been first in completions, eight more than Dak. He would have thrown the ball 693 times this year. (laughs) That would have led the National Football League 81 more than Sam Howell of the Washington Commanders who threw it an absolute ton. I just want you to know right now Bruce Arians is like licking his chops. Joe Flacco, projected over the 17 games, would have thrown for 5,494 yards. <laughs> that would have led the National Football League by 870 more yards than Tua Tungavailoa. So he'd have been first in completions, first in attempts, first in yardage. He would have thrown 44 touchdown passes. That would have been eight more than Dak Prescott for first place in the National Football League. And he would have thrown 27 interceptions, which would have been first in the National Football League, six more than Sam Howell. But under the Jameis line, which is really what we're looking for. The Jameis line is 30, if I'm not mm-hmm. mistaken. 30 touchdowns, 30 mm-hmm. picks. Yep. That's the Jameis line yep. under Bruce Arians. 27 interceptions he would have thrown. And he would have been sacked 27 times, which isn't bad. It would have tied him for 27th with Patrick Mahomes. So what does that mean? It means Joe is getting rid of the ball. So there you go. Projected over the the season at the way he played in five games, Flacco would have led the NFL in completions, attempts, yardage, touchdowns, and interceptions. (laughs) That's really funny to hear. It, it, I was really funny to think I, about. I, I, you know, I wanted to do the math, but I wanted to see where it would have put him, because this the pace he's been on has been incredible, and his play has been outstanding, except for the interceptions. But you can live with that because the defense has done that. Blah blah. We know that. Right. You haven't. Been but hurt. again, first in completions, attempts, yardage, touchdowns, and interceptions. Take it a step further. You ready? Projected over 17 games, 400. And again, now the records dealt with 16 games in most instances. Right. 418 completions would have tied Flacco for the 30th most in a season in NFL history with Rich Gannon in 2002. They made the Super Bowl that year. The 693 attempts 
would be the fifth most in NFL history in a season. Fifth most. The 5,494 yards since his projection over the 17 games would have been the best single season ever. 17 more than Peyton Manning in 2013. The 44 touchdowns would tie Dan Marino for ninth all-time in a season. Jeez. The 27 interceptions, nine-way tie for the 20th most all-time in a season. Eh, you throw so, the ball that much. Flacco would have dominated the NFL this year had he done this over the course of a season and would have really made his mark on some national records. He'd have appeared, especially with yardage. That's really Best funny. single season ever, 17 more than Peyton Manning in 2013. That's really funny to think about. Now you tell me, Dan. Can that continue? <laughs> I mean, I, I, I sure hope so. And, and I... There's no reason to say that he, it can't, but man, that's that's really getting her done. So, the rosy picture of this is yes, with the reason being that with this defense and the way that they've put this together and the ability that they have on third down and the ability they have to completely stifle offenses, Joe Flacco whipping it 40 times a game and tossing two picks a game doesn't totally kill you. If he also throws three touchdowns, if you end up with four five, six explosive plays and have two picks off of it, it's not as backbreaking because you still have those five, six explosive plays that are getting you close to the end zone. And these numbers are so askew and out of whack because the Browns can't run the ball. They they flat out cannot run the ball well, now since Dewan Jones went down. That's not entirely true. Oh, the, Jeff. The, the last game they were okay. And now DeWand has been since he's been out. It's been a different, been a different story. And Flacco's had to throw, but you know, in that in that stretch, Dan, where Nick went down, and DeWand stepped in for Conklin, you know, before Nick went down, they were able to run the ball actually really well. It's it's been, and you're right. Since DeWand Jones been out, they've they've and and then when you've had more issues at quarterback, they've not been able to run the ball as well. And against Houston, what did they have? 30 carries for 53 yards. I mean, it wasn't good. But they bounced back last week. Yeah. Whatever, for but, whatever that's worth. Yeah. Okay. Last week had Jeff Driscoll back there. It makes me think, though, that they have to run the ball against Houston a little bit. Right. You got to you got to take some heat off of Flacco. If you're going to have playoff success, you need to have some kind of variance. I and agree. You don't need to run the ball great. You just need to have it as something in your back pocket. It needs to be better than what it's looked like. I think that's exactly on the money. So, like, right now, it has been horrible. It needs to be bad. Like, that's that's the jump that I'm looking for. You need to be bad at running the ball, not horrible. So, they need to find something, some semblance of it in the run game because I don't think Flacco throwing the ball 40 times a game is a recipe for success. See, that's what I think, too. It has been. They've They've been able to pull it off to this point. It's just playoff defenses are a different animal. And I know the Texans' defense, especially the spine of that defense, is not in the best shape, nor is it the best aspect of their team. But, boy, if you're sitting back, even on the just-okay defense, knowing that they're going to throw it every single time, it's it's a little bit different. Or at least that they're going to throw it 62% of the time or whatever they're at right now for passing rate. Like, 
it's going to be a little bit different. They need to find some semblance of the run game because I think in the playoffs, Flacco throwing 40 times a game is not your recipe for success. And see, that's my concern because it's worked here in the regular season. I And it's not even on him. I think from a team standpoint, if your team is in a spot where he's going to have to throw it 44 times, and that's it's a lot to ask. And I would, I would think that other teams in Houston, it's another team, have had enough chance to to look at the tape, see some things, and think how can we how can we slow this passing game down? How can we slow this down? What can we do against this thirty nine year old quarterback? What can happen here? What do we do? And that's that's why I just I think there has to be a little bit of balance. If you're concerned that it can't continue, if you think it will, folks. I mean, I'd love to hear your reasoning. 216-474-0092. It's Baskin and Phelps with Menigan right here on The Fan. That's Dan Menigan. He's playing Baskin today. I'm Jeff Phelps. Apparently playing Phelps today. The number to join us is 216-474-0092. If you're just joining us in the first segment, we went over some Joe Flacco. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Oh, uh, what's the best way to describe it? Projection. Thank you. If he went over 17 games, and I thought at first that number was preposterous, but so many quarterbacks played in 17, I was surprised, 10, and five more played in 16 games, and five played in 15, so I thought, what the heck, let's just go for it. And in case you're wondering, if Flacco's numbers through five games with the Browns were projected over a 17-game season, and assuming he stayed healthy and played in all those games, which, by the way, he really did. He played in almost every game when he was in Baltimore, uh, when he was the starting quarterback. One season, I think he just played in 10. Other than that, he was a 16-start guy. He would have led the NFL this year in completions, attempts, yardage, touchdowns, and interceptions. And the yardage total would have been the highest in National Football League history. Now, I don't expect that to happen. And also, as you read those numbers, Bruce Arians just took a giant drag off of a cigar and smiled. 
I, I don't expect those to continue. Okay? I, I don't do that. However, I think he can be good. And I also think that some other things better step up. And to me, the other thing is, is the running game, Dan. And if you're looking for what to do against the running game, well, last week against Indianapolis, the Colts had 227 yards rushing. Now, they had Jonathan Taylor. I'll give you that. But you were able to run the, you were able to run the ball against them. The week before, the Tennessee Titans... 53 yards rushing. I was going to say, the problem, like, the funny thing is, is the Texans are actually really good against the run. Like, yeah. I wonder if last week was the fluke. But if you're really good at running the ball, which the Browns are, haven't been lately, I'll give you that. Don't you have to try to establish the run? Or do you use the pass to establish the run against Houston? Because they're pretty good in run defense. What are you going to do? This... I think it's the short pass game. I think this is the if it's not broke, don't fix it. I think that's how the Browns are rolling with this whole thing. I, I can't. It, I can't see them doing any kind of heavy overload of what or overhaul of what they've been doing to try to muster some kind of a run game. I think they just looked at it and went, okay, we've got two undersized tackles in in um, James Christian, Hudson and, and Jerron Christian. Thank you. We've got two undersized tackles. We're not going to be able to figure out how to do this. So we're not going to be able to piecemeal together the type of run game that we need to succeed any way we want to go about it because the edges are just getting crashed too much. So forget it. Let's go West Coast offense. And, of course, Kevin Stefanski versed in the West Coast offense coaching under Brad Childress. Short passing game is the equivalent of running. And I think that's what's going to continue to happen because it's not like anybody's going to get healthy and come save the day. It's not like Dewan Jones is going to walk in and save the day. It's not like you're going to get Jedrick Wills back as much maligned as he's been this entire season and, frankly, his career. He's not going to walk in and save the day a tackle for you. This is what you have. This is what you have to work with. So why change it and why alter it? Because, frankly, with how good your defense is and how this has gone, man, why? If it's not broke, don't fix it. Do you have a... Do you have a pivot point though? I mean, like if it's if it's not working, then what do you do? And, and I am not. It's not that I'm lacking confidence here. I'm just wondering. I mean, Flacco through five games put up league leading numbers if you project them out. Mm-hmm. I don't think that continues. Now I hope I'm wrong, but I, I if I'm Kevin Stefanski and I'm going into this game. I think I'm realistically thinking I need to rush for about 100 yards. You don't have to dominate on the ground, but you can't have the 53 you had the first or 54 the first time you played him. You can't do what Tennessee did a couple of times, and that's not run the ball well. And I don't think you have to do what the Colts did, 188. But I think you have to be able to, to run the football a little bit and take even just a little heat off of Joe Flacco. No? It's gotten you this far. I mean, I, I hate to say it that way because I'm typically with you. I, I'm somebody right. who very much believes in the Shanahan mold that it all starts with the ability to run the ball and then we build everything off of that. That's always been my offensive philosophy. And and again, not a play caller and a, you know, that's just the style of football that I believe works. So 
not having that aspect of it, they have built this offense where it's like, okay, well, let's hit the short passing game. And we're going to use the short passing game to supplement the run. And our goal is to hit six to eight passes of over 15 yards. And if we hit six to eight passes of over 15 yards, who cares? We'll just move the ball in chunks. And yeah, it may stall out every so often. And yeah, it may look clunky. And the third down percentage may not be as good as you want it to be. I think they're 28th in the league in third down percentage since Flacco took over. Like, it's not as pretty as you want it to be. But knowing that this offense can hit six to eight, just play action, bootleg, Here's another 19-yard chunk that just gets thrown to Amari Cooper. Here's a 22-yarder to David Njoku. Here's a bomb to Elijah Moore that falls right into the bucket for 50 yards. Like, if they can continue to do that and supplement it with the short passing game, I think we're all going to look at each other and just go, okay, it's not the way we would do it, but, boy, this this really is the MacGyver offensive. This is the product of the tools that we have in front of us, and we're building it to work. Can I give you a realistic thought on this? Sure. Texans are sixth in the NFL with fewest rushing yards allowed. They're good against at, the run. Well, hold on. At 96.6. I think all the Browns have to do is hit that. Get, get about 100 yards. That That's all the compliment. I don't think you have to go out and rush for 220. But I think if you go out and you rush for 100 yards, you win the football game. And that's that still is a pretty good day defensively by Houston. But again, they held the Browns to under two yards per carry when they played in Week 16. That can't happen again. That, that to me, is, is actually, and we're going to do two keys and a lock later on, and we're going to do quick predicts today. Mm-hmm. So, so if, it, if it you know crashes without basking here, because Andy loves that segment. Then that's going to be on you. Okay, I'll so, take that heat. Yeah, that'll be good. All I think all you have to do is is get what Houston gives up on an average game. Just don't let them dominate you when you try to run the football. And they dominated the Browns in Week 16. 30 carries, 50 some yards. But Kevin didn't go away from it. He still tried to establish a run, and I appreciate that. And I think he has to do that. But I think they have. I mean, that's if you average about three and a half yards a carry then I think you're okay if you do what you usually do, which is run it 25 to 35 times. And that's okay. You just have to have some kind of a counter because they're going to do all they can to try and slow down the Browns passing game, which has actually become really good here under Joe Flacco. So Houston has allowed 67.6% completion rate. That's 29th in the league. 7.7 yards per attempt. That's 29th in the league. And 11.3 yards per completion, 26th in the league. Now, they typically lock it down when you get into touchdowns. This is all courtesy of Sharp Football. Like, they're going to give you the low yards. They're going to let you get the deep balls. They are not the best when it comes to the passing defense. You're going to want to avoid Derek Stingley, who is their, their star corner. He got knocked out of that game early against the Browns. But he's the one who, like, and he only plays one side of the field. And last game they took and put Elijah Moore on that side of the field and said okay you deal with him we'll go after Steven Nelson and whomever else with Amari Cooper and went to the left side of the field with him and operated that way leaving Stingley on that side now will Stingley follow Cooper in this game I don't know he hasn't done it all season so I could easily see them being like well you know we've got it 
we've come this far running this kind of a defense. We've come this far with Stingley being on one side of the field and not moving him, and, and this is how we're going to operate this season, and maybe next year we'll work on it. But you can get them through the air better than you can get them on the ground. No, I don't, I don't doubt that. But I just I think you have, in this situation, I think you have to have some kind of a ground game. And all I'm looking for is for the Browns to even just get what Houston gives up on a regular basis, which is 96 yards. I think if you do that, I think you're in pretty good shape. I really do. I just don't think you can get trashed when you try to run the football. It can't just be complete. And no matter what happens with it, and it's so funny because this is what people have screamed at Ben Slowick and the um, Houston Texans offense for. Bobby. Bobby, thank you. Bobby Slowick and the Houston Texans offense for is that when the when the run game flames out, they still continue to go to it. I almost feel like that's what the Browns need to do. Is even if it gets smashed, like just continue to go for well, it, just Kevin's to continue to sell that play yeah. action game. Exactly. And and I think Kevin's and I always can, done a really good job of that. And I know you can run play action without running the ball I, I and think, it's just a success. I think successful. he has an opportunity there. Roman is in Canton. Roman. What's happening, Roman? Fellas, happy Friday. And happy to you. Friday. Happy Friday. Um wanted to just chime in here. I think that I, I couldn't reiterate it any better is that, you know, these guys need to take it personal that they only averaged two yards a carry the last time they played the Texans. Yeah, with even. how good our offensive line is, um, you know, with how much pride we take in our run game, even, you know, without Nick this year, um, we they need to take that personal and we can't be one-dimensional against them. And then flip it over to the defense. You know, we have, we have to make it one-dimensional for them. We have to make C.J., make those rookie mistakes that all rookies do. I understand how phenomenal a quarterback he is and how great of a season he's having. But, you know, if we put it all on his shoulders and, you know, take a gamble at that, then I think we have the best chance of winning this weekend. Roman, thank you very much. And just just have a running game. You don't have to be like the Colts with 188. And the Colts lost anyway. Why? Because they didn't run the ball when they had a game-winning play ahead of them. Perhaps. He was wide open. Yeah, I know. He's well, wide open. Yeah, well, there's a reason that he didn't play all year, too. He's wide open. And that he was a backup quarterback. It, I I agree with you guys. It probably should have been Jonathan Taylor who was out there doing it, but, boy, I still can't yell about execution. On yeah, that. I know. I, I know. still can't yell at that play call because you got exactly what you wanted. John McClain does sports talk radio in Houston, but that's not John's claim to fame. John is uh, – John's a big-time sports writer. Wrote for the Houston Chronicle for forever, decades. And, and is one of the preeminent NFL writers in the country. He kind of has the Tim May problem where he's retired and somehow now works more. That's really true. He's next. He's going to give us the Houston perspective right here on Baskin and Phelps. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 
Destination. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.